When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real-ass bitch, and I'm gonna get everything that I'm gonna get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. Hi. Hi, guys. What's up? What's up? I'm TT. I'm Gigi. And I'm Dee Dee. And this is episode 177 of the Oprah Rose Show. Um, I think this will essentially be a week off. So y'all had enough time to catch up on anything that you have now missed. Oh, yeah. um, write in any of your questions and comments to the Oprah Rose show at gmail.com. As always, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, First I feel like... Say, hold on, before you even start. T got on her Howard sweatshirt. I don't know if y'all... Oh, you know I had to, I was going to start it off. Let me move the camera down. I, w- I was going to start it off with that. Um, I'm going to actually do the whole episode just like this. I'm going to you. Uh, and y'all know I'm not a like I am not the Howard person that walks in a room and everybody knows I went to Howard Mo- like today when I said that I was like oh I'm gonna be an insufferable Howard person um everybody's like you, you can't finally you never, <laughs> yeah you never do it pay the tuition yeah I never do it this- exactly hey, and I was like I pay my money. tuition um Valid. So, yeah, I was like, I, I am going to, you know, we would be remiss, obviously, if we did not um, just briefly touch on the inauguration. It was, it was beautiful. It was amazing. I almost shed a thug to you. Yes. <laughs> it, was, yeah. like, it was amazing. To, to just to see it. And even like from a like blended families and, mm-hmm. you know, we have a Latina up there mixing songs and I mean, okay. let's get loud. Let's get loud. Mm-hmm. How we, we had some Dior one sighting, you know, a nice $14,000 shoe just up there chilling. Order was restored. Okay. Order. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, the outfits were, the, we had monochromatic looks from mm-hmm. the Biden grandchildren. This has obviously been a very long time coming um, that everybody, I think, is so happy to be rid of this man who could not even honorably pass the torch and had to have Mike Pence do it. But this is not what we're here to talk you about. Know, I'm just so glad he was a stand-up guy and actually went to the inauguration. That was just like disrespectful. But you know, he yeah. ought to not be called president. I'm not even gonna say his name anymore. But I was gonna say the same thing. I don't even think we should give it any more like no, we're not, not even done. yeah we're, we're doing now. That man that orange man Cheeto 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 <laughs> Cheeto <laughs> I happen to have on orange right now, uh, funny enough. Oh, shout out to him and you. Oh, right. <laughs> I love that for you. Put your maid outfit uh, on today. <laughs> hey, maid. Hey, maid. Um, and I, I think we could probably, we'll, we can, we could, we gonna have to do like a whole other like Patreon about it. But um, 
I, we have two guests today, y'all. We're just going to get to it. Like, just just get in there. So excited. So super duper excited. Um, I think we were talking, it was maybe like two months ago. And Alyssa, everybody knows Alyssa. Alyssa brought up this podcast and she tells us the premise. And I was like, what? Okay. And I, I think a week went by. I forgot about it. And then I'm, I'm driving and I couldn't find any music to listen to. So I was like, oh, let me listen to this podcast she was talking about. I, I listened to for the first time for like four hours straight. Um, hit her immediately and was like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, why didn't you make me listen to this initially? Like, it's so good. <laughs> and then I think the next day I told you guys, I was like, nah, y'all be like, you have to hit play. Like you have to start this. And then we all, you know, our text thread, it was, that was the only thing we were talking about at one point yeah, was the like- The whole day, like- The, the whole, whole day. day. I mean, I th- we would go on like a Zoom and I would go make lunch and was like, play, let me finish episode <laughs> nine. So I could just hit like, we were all addicted. We were obsessed. Like, girl, he topic. turned the camera around. Like, I mean, not oh, the camera, the, the computer, the computer around. around. Yes. <laughs> and it's so there funny, were so like, many moments. I was listening during work too. Like I would like in between meetings, like, all right, let me just hit play. I'm out of a meeting. And then six or five people like come in, make lunch, like, all right, so where you at now in the in the podcast? Like, what's going on now? And I'm like, ciao. <laughs> and I went into the emails. <laughs> yeah, it 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 was. It was definitely like, like a it was a yeah. lot. So without further ado, since y'all like, what the hell y'all talking about? Um, we have Jason and Andrea from the Cheat Code podcast. New York's um, own. <laughs> right. New, New York's, New York's own. very own. Born and raised. Born and raised. Um, I know we before we started, we like had to fan out over y'all before we even did this. But, you know, I just have to reiterate like how well the podcast was done. Y'all had music, y'all had sound bites when stuff got real nail biting and it was heart stumping. Yeah. Um, and there was like cliffhanger. It was like better than Power Book 3. Some, like it was, it was, it was bad, you <laughs> know, because Power Book 3 is only a shit. Um, right. It was giving <laughs> it even out yet. That's, this I know, I was like, I don't think that joint I meant two. <laughs> to, Tariq Baby Ghost. It was better than Tariq Baby Ghost. I um, know. <laughs> Wait, so do y'all want to tell us about the podcast, The Cheat Code? <laughs> oh no, I wasn't done. Yeah, but now you didn't I even like, name the damn pie. No. Wait, did you even <laughs> say the name, girl? I did. Yeah, I said. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, right. I, oh, I did. Yeah, I'm like, I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell us about um, in your own words, y'all tell us about the podcast. It's so. It's first of all, th- like, thank you. Thank y'all. you for having us. Yeah, yes. really. Yes. Like, you know, this was the the response to what we. I don't even know what I was trying to do. I was trying to tell, <laughs> trying to tell an honest story, you know, like the, and 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 have a conversation of about things that people don't often talk about, especially in our community. And I think, you know, your response and and the overwhelming response was so appreciative of the candor and the transparency. And we got dragged as well. We like, got dragged. Not, like we, and like, we, I completely. believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. To start off, so we are 10, almost 11 years removed from everything that happened yeah. in the cheat code. Mm. So it's been a decade, we have lots of time to process and what have you. But the basis of the podcast, for anyone who doesn't know, is about how Jason and I came to be. Um, 
we have been together now for the past 10 years, but we were both married to other people when we met. Mm -hmm. um, and it is basically the story of our affair told over 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. And we did not set out to do that kind of podcast. We just set out to do a podcast where we were talking about, you know, playing expert on shit that nobody asked us about, you know, just talking about things. Right. Wow. And we happened to know the one of the uh, members of Domino Sound, who's our producers, I've known her for many years. Um, she was actually friends with my ex-husband. That's how I met her. Like, you know, they through my ex-husband and wow. they put out another podcast called Raising Rebels. And we met them. We met the producers and we told them that we wanted to do this podcast. And for some reason, we got a, a story. Well, a podcast, a podcast. Yeah. Yes. We wanted to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And we had gotten a regular casual story about how we met and we were telling them the story. And they were like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? So as we talk in it, they're taking notes. And when we're finished, they pretty much turned it around. It was like, we've laid out like eight episodes of a podcast. This is your podcast. Right. And we were wow. like, I, I don't know about I was this. That's a lot. But when, you know, to I think one of the reasons that it landed again, we can't, I can't take, we can't take all the credit for yeah. how it came out because we were talking about this earlier. Our producers were so, first of all, they had a lot of experience in this and they were so just good. Like they, they had, you know, the music laid out and the, you know, the segmentation and they led us through. And there's plenty of times I stopped. There was a couple of times Andrew and I got into a fight on the way over. It was like, yeah, we, not, like we can't record today. We not, not we not feeling each other. Not, we not, 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 Wow. It'll come through in the yeah. podcast. I not. believe that. That's <laughs> real. Yeah, that's yeah it real. is real. <laughs> but it, it really, for us, we always say this, we're not even the 10th most scandalous story like this that we know. And so, Woo! and you, right, right, right. So, <laughs> And we know people personally who have more intense, more dramatic stories like this, mm -hmm. but no one is talking about them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so being 10 years removed and going through what we went through, we are not in any way advocating doing what we did. It's more around having the conversations because this shit happens. Mm -hmm. And when we pretend that it doesn't happen or that everybody's relationship takes a particular path, that's bullshit. <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm like, if it's the 10th, if we're the 10th most scandalous story and our podcast is people are like, whoa, I'm like, imagine if we were having real conversations around this and imagine if people of color were having real conversations around this. Imagine if church folks were oh, having God. real conversations about this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, um, roof gonna blow off. Right. So that's how we kind of got to, fine, let's do it. And we'll figure out how to tell the world this is coming. <laughs> right. And I think that was a big thing for me is that, is that having these conversations in our community, yeah. you know, as, as black people, especially, we all have problems. Everybody has problems. We so often hush our problems and, and, and tell, and tell our loved ones and our children, especially like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't talk about that. You know, we don't talk about, you know, cousin Pete that, you know, up in the back room and we don't talk about, you know, auntie in the basement and all of that stuff. We don't talk about that because of whatever, whatever. it is, you know, look or, or image or whatever it is we think is more important than having conversations about healing. And so mm -hmm. we decided that I let's let's see how it goes. We didn't expect and this has been some shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny shit. that you guys mentioned that you wanted to at least introduce the conversation of what a relationship in its entirety may look like because I think in our conversation that we had um, in our little group chat is that we were like 
yo, like th- these are married people. And I think that <laughs> none of us are married, right? So it's like, it, and there was no judgment in that. It was just kind of like a, a look into reality or what could potentially be real. Yeah, you know, because all of us are like, you know, we have Daryl and T are in serious relationships, but that that isn't a marriage, you know? And so it was just very, very interesting to just be able to digest a lot of of, of what you guys experienced. Mm-hmm. How did y'all get to 10 episodes? Because you said that they, they mapped out like eight. Did you guys initially like say, okay, maybe we could do two more or... Was it something like symbolic with that or you just, that was where the story ended? So Gigi, it'd be like if you, if we were having dinner and you asked us to tell the story of how we met and that's what we did. And Mm. then we, then we just started talking about, you know, all the- Where the the, cutoffs would be. Right. But we, but, you know, in that story from, you know, the day we met until the day we had the conversation with, with our team all the scandalous shit that we went through in the process. And then, so it kind of like developed from a story arc standpoint from there, like, okay, this, uh, wait a minute, Johnny Johnson, wait a minute. You went to the hotel. Of all names, Johnny Johnson. And all those things kind (laughs) of gelled into, you know, the the story arc. And I think when when we were thinking of natural cut points for things, eight didn't, it didn't feel finished. Mm-hmm. So, because we were going to finish at when, you know, Jason moves and we decided to go further into it and talk a little bit about after. And that's really what the last couple of episodes ended up being was a little bit of the after story. Now it's been, well, that's, that was like six years ago now. So there's a lot more to talk about, that but was it was kind of like 2014. 20, yeah, it was summer of 2014. So mm-hmm. we were we went a little bit into, and those were the last two episodes, and that's how it kind of became. Don't cut it at the move. Talk oh. after. Mm-hmm. Oh, after. Right. Okay. Um. And yeah, and I think even for the purpose of this conversation, like it's it's so much to discuss, and I know we yeah. ain't got that much time. So I almost just want to take it like the the main points okay. of like you know the the journey of you guys. Um, as I think it was very, it, it's so interesting that you guys had kind of like met before you, you know, who had a picture of you guys had a group photo. Okay. Yeah. You had a group photo, you know, uh, and you're like, oh, we've met before. And I think a lot of times people think that New York is like this huge place when it, it's literally one degree of separation. Like, mm-hmm. and I think I'll say like, if you can read and you black, like everybody know each, like we Amen. Everybody exactly. knows each other, yeah. like, like four spots within a 15 that, that year period, within a 15 year period of being born. Like it's if you go from the very the like sixty eight to like eighty eight, mm-hmm. everybody knows everybody. Yeah, every everybody yes. knows everybody. So the fact that y'all had like, because then me, I think it was maybe by like episode four, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like destiny and fate. <laughs> um, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I love this for them. <laughs> <laughs> So, it, you know, it, it started off with that, you know, you guys met and you were both unhappy in your relationships, in your in your marriages, and then kind of made a decision, obviously, to, you know, pursue yeah, she, one another. Yeah, just throw it out there. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Sugar-coated. It's like, it's we, it's we, called we, the Chico. Call it. it's, 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 it's called the Chico. I think, you know, what were those, like, 
emotions and I think you know for both of you it was a little it seemed a little different um but what were those emotions like leading up to that like that that because like you said that decision is very different when you're like flirting and it's it's cute and it's coy and it's sexy and it's like oh this is new everybody likes something new it feels right. fresh and exciting but when you make that decision to actually like lay down with somebody else th- that line is like forever then been crossed that was that you was a way. That was a weighty decision. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I okay. mean, you know, we here. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a weighty decision, and I will say, you know, I don't think when you decide to get married and you decide to get into it for real, no one goes in with. There are people who get married and understand that they're going to cheat their whole marriage, and we 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 know these people. That's not how either of us started. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you decide if you have really decided you're going to be in this thing and build a life with someone and have children and what have you and you know my parents were married for 54 years you know when we are like making this decision it is a weighty decision to then decide that you're going to step out Um, and it's weird because part of that decision is you thinking foolishly that you're gonna save yourself and save your marriage. Like, I'm gonna stay in this, but in order to make myself happy and be able to get through this, I'm going to do what I need to do to make myself happy because I can see that this is not going to make me totally happy. How can I do that? And again, you know, it's hard because I think people talk to us now about marriage counseling and therapy and blah, blah, blah. And all of that is right, but when, we were coming up and when we were got, got married, the language that we have now, the thought around therapy and counseling, the thought about healing, nobody talked about that. The thought mm-hmm. about your yeah. own happiness. Yeah, nobody was yeah. As, an, as, a, as an agenda, that, that wasn't the forefront right. of your agenda. Like we look back now with our internet eyes and we have real conversations, mm-hmm. but we didn't have internet, internet eyes then. Yeah. So right. like- This is know, some new shit. This is some new fangle really shit. It's healthy and it's great. It's great. It's great. It wasn't necessarily available. We didn't get married. Like for me, it was like realizing you're getting married because that's the life you thought you were going to have. So now you're in this life and you've made a commitment, but I'm not, I have a good life. So I can't complain. Like nobody was beating me. There was nothing like that, but I am dissatisfied. And I don't know that me and this person would ever really be satisfied with each other but I've made a commitment to you and I love you. So I'm Mm. staying. How do I make myself happy? It sounds stupid now that I say it, but in the moment, I I don't think so. I I think it's- That's not regular. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I had it and and to answer answer the question, I had the same experience. It was, I felt relieved, if that makes sense. I felt like uh, I can be, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a reflection or what occurs to me is like the 80, 20 rule. So I was, I was naive in the first, the early stages of my marriage. I thought that, you know, I had this very idealistic view of, of marriage. Um, and it's supposed to just work. It's a, and you're supposed to be, you know, at this level of happiness and, and engagement, and you're, you're always supposed to find your mate attractive, and, you know, you're, also, you're always supposed to be motivated to be your best self, and that shit doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It, it just work, doesn't no. happen. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, life is like, you know, yeah, life is period. not linear, you mm-hmm. know, like life mm-hmm. has ebbs and flows, and so the, the I don't know if it's the ebb or flow, what's the bottom? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Whatever. A good question. Right. I think that's yeah. the ebb. 
when you get to the ebb, you, I was like, I didn't know how to handle it. And I didn't know what that meant for my relationship. Like, am I, is it breaking down? Is this just a phase? I can't say I had a lot of people to call on that had been married, you know, happily married. I, I knew a lot of brothers married that people. were married, you know what I mean? But I didn't have many models of the relationship that I wanted and I thought I had. And so as I got through it, I, I determined for myself that when I say got through it, as I moved through the difficult parts that we all will have in any relationship, I determined to, my, to myself or for myself that, okay, this ain't perfect. Um, nothing is, that makes sense. Um, the person that I'm with is not necessarily the person that is going to make me wholly happy. I didn't know what that gap was yet. I hadn't determined that, but that's okay. Um, I feel justified in doing this, so that's okay. So let me find that space. Let me find that 20. Um, what I didn't know that it wasn't 80, 20. It was like, you know, 30, 70, you know, <laughs> on the other end. Um, but again, once I determined that, you know, Andrew and I were going to sleep together, I was like, Phew, all right. It's, it in a, in, a, in a broken way, it made sense. You know, it was mm -hmm. like, because this is what people do. You know, like in, in the idea of, of, and I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm not I'm not talking about like a healthy relationship necessarily. I'm talking about staying together. And from right. what I knew about people staying together, you this filled in the gaps. And, mm -hmm. you know, and in that sense, th you know, this filled in the gap and allowed me to be more whole to be able to stay in my relationship. And again, yeah. to your earlier point, yeah. that's broken. But that's what made sense to me at the time. And we weren't trying to have an affair either. We were like, let's meet up once every like every six months and sleep mm -hmm. together, and you have a good life. And that shit, didn't, that shit didn't. Happen. Okay, it was once a quarter. <laughs> yeah, a quarter. <laughs> that but was the once, plan. Once he got on that flight to Vegas, I already knew what was about to happen. I was like, I don't want to fly. We bring it the best out of people, right. the best it's, or the worst. But yeah. what happened One in friend. That was. That was the problem. It was when you, you, when your first time is in the Bellagio with the backdrop of the strip, you don't. You oh really yeah. Oh there. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And I had a whole budget. So right. I, right. I had a whole, and I had a whole outfit. I had a gambling <laughs> budget. We had dinner budgets. I'm like, I came with changes of That's clothes. Fire. That's fire. I love you it. Should have. I love it. Would you yeah. say that marrying young? or your first marriages because they you were younger, would you say that that was how you, I guess maybe more so made mistakes with not knowing where you were, who you were fully, um, based off of what how you just described, like filling in gaps in marriages and things like that and, and um, prior to? So I will say that that is a whole episode, I think that oh. question really because i don't know if it's young though it's just not well i think yourself. that's a that's a relative term mm. right? in my experience people who get together early or i guess i'll say this for for us and for me in particular i didn't re i wasn't fully finished being determining who i wanted to be and choosing lifelong, making life, lifelong decisions before I had figured out who I was, 
was what got me in trouble. And so what I'm saying is you shouldn't, I shouldn't have bought a house with somebody at, at the age I did. I shouldn't have had children with someone at the age that I did. Not because it, wasn't, it didn't make sense at the time, but the, the, the human that I was becoming and that human that I was with ultimately diverged. And from what I understand and in my experience with people who get together and, and I know people, we know people that have been together since junior high school. Yes. And, and together. Yeah. But being together and being in a healthy relationship are, are two different things at times. And the people that I know that have gotten together early in life, earlier in life, in my experience, have much more, many more challenges than the people who, for one reason or another, have gotten together 35 on, 40, mm -hmm. early 40s. I think, you know, for me, I don't think it's an age. I think it is the place where you are with yourself. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, so I think there are people now who get, who get married at 45 and still fuck this shit up because they have not done any kind of work on knowing who they are. Um, and I think that, so Mike and I got together in college um, and I think my idea of what marriage was and what marriage could be was very much formed by who was around me. Um, I didn't know what I wanted for myself. I was afraid to be authentic because you're the way I, the, the person that I was, I had my own abandonment issues. Mind you, never been abandoned, grew up with both my parents, all those things, but very much feeling like if I'm not pleasing and if I don't go along with the flow and the path that most people go along with, I will be somehow shunned or out. And that's, that's a lot of reasons. That's youngest child thing. That's being raised West Indian shit. That's all types of crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I made choices on who this woman I thought I should be was versus what I wanted. And so my ex-husband, you know, great guy, all those things, but I should have known then that th th his stability, all those things that wasn't, we weren't plugged into each other in that way. We got along, we laughed at some of the same things, all that stuff, but he like, that's good friendship. And that could have stayed that way. I didn't necessarily need to. And, and on top of that, nobody modeled for us or talked to us about doing the work right. and about keeping things fresh and about choosing your partner every day and about, right. you know, what good sex looks like and could be like forever and about knowing your own body so that you can know what you like. I grew up Catholic school. So, you know, I got all sorts of Catholic school guilt about anything. <laughs> same, same. I mean, you know, like shit, who knew that you can enjoy yourself? Like learning that, seriously learning that sex is like your body is divinely made for sex. Like your body is made for enjoyment. That shit. I learned that shit today. Getting married in my twenties and my, my ex is three years younger than me. So we were just both figuring the shit out. And by the time we figured it out, we probably figured we shouldn't, we shouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think it's, it's not necessarily, it's the kind of work you do and what your, your level of introspection and the work that if, if you really going to show up as yourself and get married, then cool. When you don't show up as yourself and you get married or it's about the wedding day, I think it all goes to shit. And it's not necessarily, a, you know, uh, it may not be, you just may not know who you are. Right. You know, like, yeah. and that's the thing. You just may not be finished figuring out who that person is. 
And then when you do figure it out, oh shit. Hopefully I got, this person could stay. But I got Maybe two not. kids now. <laughs> yeah. And I got a mortgage and half a dog and all of that stuff. And it's like <laughs> half a dog? Not half. <laughs> and I have kids and a dog. Right. Yes. Two and a, I don't know. Whatever it is. I got two and a half. <laughs> we got kids. all that shit. <laughs> and then, you know, then what? You know, like like then what? Then what do you do? You know, it's, it's sorry, keep going. No, 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 no that's no, it. No, that, no. That, that's the thought. I, I think it's so difficult because it's like, you know, marriage is something that from a for specifically for like women, it's always forced down your throat. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, get married, you go to school, get married, have some babies, and, and but nobody tells you how like how to stay there. Like that scene in Love Jones, and he's like, you know, nobody tells you like how to be in Isaiah Washington said it. Isaiah Washington, yeah, that scene with Isaiah Washington. He's like, nobody tells you, you know, how to stay in it. And I think that that was also like kind that's the refreshing part about you guys like detailing this experience because yeah. it's not there's still to me like there is accountability in the stuff that you guys speak about. It's not like either of y'all were just on some fuck shit, like, nah, I'm just gonna go fuck this chick. Like there was a, a buildup and a real decision to make that and, and not about hurting somebody else, but like hey, this isn't working. And like you said, I want to stay, but I don't really know how to figure this out. I think, you know, it, it's so complex. I literally just had this conversation about like marrying young. Um, I mean, literally 40 minutes before we started. And, and that, and, and my boyfriend was like, no, you have to like know yourself. You have to do the work. Where I like me, if I would have married young, I would have been, been a wreck. Like, yeah. I feel like I have changed every five years. You know, like yeah. I'm not the same person that I was at 31 at 33 so like i know you know marrying somebody at at 21 like that's just really difficult but then again the, these societal pressures are just like marriage 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 and it's like no let's just like there's time like you know we have a little bit of time to figure things out and then you you get to know yourself we don't we never preach that like hey do you actually know who you are like most people probably can't even answer that question and then they and, tell women you don't have time Oh, that was literally, that was the next thing I was going to say. And then it's like, hey, you don't have time, you don't have time. It's like, I know, I know, like, I have three friends that are 40 and just got pregnant, like, mm -hmm. and like, and are still having babies. And I, and I watch Ready to Love and they be at 45, still trying to have babies and whatnot. So I was like, oh, there is time. Like, ain't nobody rushing me at this point. Yeah. But yeah, like, again, it, it's all these things that we never even stop to ask, like the individual, like that has to be in a relationship with another person. These are two people coming together that, you know, don't know each other. And it's like, all right, y'all now make this work. But I don't even know myself. It's just- Go ahead, figure it out. Figure it out. If, if you look at the generations behind us, you know, we are products of that. And so, yes. yeah, yes. my my biological parents were married at 20 and they had, mm -hmm. you know, when they were 21 and 23, mm -hmm. imagine. And then my, I have a, uh, a sister that's younger than me. And so by the time my biological parents were 24, they were married with two kids. Mm -hmm. so, I can't even imagine exactly that. Exactly that. Even that's the model because that's how it went. I had on that's short shorts and in the forties like, and same. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do this all the time. Sorry, you do this all the time. <laughs> what I'm saying is, there's 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 no model for that. Yeah. You know, there's no mm -hmm. blueprint for figure it out no. when. I don't, I don't even know, you know, but, but there's no blueprint for when you're ready. There is mm -hmm. no, because to your point, 
being ready is usually an age, right? So like, oh, college, well, you went, to, you got your, your master's degree. Even, even now you got your law degree, you, you know, you're a doctor. When you gonna be ready to have kids? You know, like when you get married, when you get in the house. Yeah. What if you don't want that shit? You know, like, what if you don't yeah. want it right now? What yeah. if you and the woman spends her time getting ready because of time factor. You know how many dudes I know that were like, well, I married her because she was she just she was there the longest. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I feel like I owe her. I'm fucking up if I don't marry her. And I'm like, so imagine you're the woman and you feel ready, right. and the dude you're marrying is just like second place. Yeah, this consolary <laughs> prize. I'm just gonna show up. Yeah. In the tux. How is that working? Yeah. How, how right. is that working? <laughs> You're going to cheat, I feel like. Like, that is a recipe for disaster. That is a Absolutely. For- Which is a good thing that you said that, T, because for the listeners who haven't listened to the cheat code, which even though we'll, you know, go, we're having this conversation, please go listen to it. But how relieved were y'all when y'all found out that your own partners was cheating too? Because I, wow. me I, and Andrea, you Scorpio too, like me. So I'm it. like, oh, well, I'll cheat in peace. I don't even need to know that you cheat too. I just need enough reason. But if I know that you're cheating, it's like, oh, fair game. Like, it's say, on. It. say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that this Negro trying to cop an attitude. I'm like, but if we both cheating, why are you yelling at me? Why are we having a conversation like civil people? <laughs> and here you are, all preachy and shit, and you you doing the same thing. This is what I did not understand. I was like, so if we're here, can we just level set? Mm-hmm. But right. because I felt justified in it and felt like I wasn't justified in it, that was. But it was a relief when I found that stuff on the computer. Man, listen, I was like, I was, it was a sick happiness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm about to go off and yeah. he was he was right he was trying to make you feel so dirty feel <laughs> like he was the coming for and i was like i'm about to go in and i feel so good about it and of course afterwards i was like oh my god he was cheating on me yeah i was like and the other thing was um i naively really didn't think he was I really didn't. Um, I had a belief, and this is going to sound judgy, but it's not because I, I don't like, I don't think he's worse than me for like, there's nothing like that. But in the, in the time where we were, I had a real belief in him that, and a real doubting of myself, like, I just can't make it work. I didn't, I really believe that whole, he's trying as hard as he can. And this is, I'm just broken. And so it was, so wait, you've been sitting here cheating and this ain't even the first one and you making me feel like I'm not working hard enough. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was livid and I was disappointed and I was also super relieved because I was like, okay, so Jason, when can we have the sex? Because when I found out we hadn't like, had sex yet. That's right. He was ready to divorce you and you ain't even touched the dick. You I said like jason so the sex right so we can have this now 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 i feel good now i'm good and it's good right yeah. right so like, like you're saying, saying it's good like you've been saying it's good <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. i think you guys do such a great job of also the memory of these events that happen um you you talk about how this happened like 2009 2010 and so I think it does a really good job of like talking about how technology is brought into this too. So like emails, Facebook, 
blackberries and side yes. and things like that. Oh, I BBM was for BBM. I, I used to literally. I am proud, but like I, I literally even on my iPhone, I was, I was talking to someone that was involved. I'm not proud, but we had the BBM app on yes. iPhone. I was like, oh, this is some real different. Like yeah, this is this is the, the next level. The Snapchat of before your generation, BBM. Alyssa. Like so, BB, so it's for. I didn't it's even for, have a BlackBerry. I got it to cheat with Disney Negro. So <laughs> you had a sidekick, right? Yes, a little, little oh, shit. Oh, real cheating shit, boy. Real cheating shit. When I practiced law, for when I was practicing law, I had clients who were into other things, um, and the, the their device of choice was a BlackBerry because they're like, "Yo, Feds can't touch me on this." Like they can, they can't be honest. It was, it was that locked down. The the communications on those joints was so hard f- to to get into. And now that, we got Russia all up in our shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's that iPhone. That's shit. that iPhone. We, we got to go back to the <laughs> to the BlackBerry. To the BlackBerry. Yeah, no, we that's kept saying, Andre, your memory was like that of like, what do we say, like an elephant? Because you literally <laughs> yes. remember everything as far as like where you were and what was happening during that time, bro. Bro, <laughs> it ain't just cheat code shit. Andrew remembers in life. Everything. That was personal. That's personal. Everything. I'm like, that happens? Like, no, yes, it that happened. happened. It happened on this day. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. so I almost wanna I'm gonna get back to what y'all was talking about with, with the sex part. Um, so I'm like Andrea. So, well, okay, I'm a Leo, like since every we doing score, we doing signs and we're very big yeah. on our signs. So I'm a Leo, so I'm like I'm petty and controlling at like kind of like the root of everything. So, but when you, um, when you told him not to take his ex-wife to Atlanta and to make sure that y'all, that they were using condoms, I was like, the nerve. (laughs) (laughs) The Leo said the nerve. I am a Scorpio. So (laughs) I cannot do or say or stand. At any point, <laughs> and you dated me five years ago, and I feel like I can call you and be like, "So and, this is what's happening." And cast, and cast, <laughs> and be, cast. A lamb, be a lamb, and do what I'm saying right. Now. I love it. Off <laughs> right. with your head, Max. Right, and I'm a little witchy, so there's that part too. Ooh, so you, mm-hmm. I love a witch. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm a black witch, so yeah. I mean, you know, I had to get there, and now I'm here. So I think from we had come to a point in our relationship. Cause that's, I say relationship, you was married and I was no longer. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like 20, this is like 2012. This is summer of 2012. Yes. And so we had gotten to a point where I have already had conversations with his ex-wife. We have already, you know, we have stripped this thing back. Everybody knows what's going on. Um, they're in a place where they're living together, but not sort of to get sort of together, sort of not. Um, I was trying not to be naive, but at the same time, I was like, you can't have them like this, this is you being in my mind, this is you being stupid. She is at this point, and this is again, perception, obviously she has a whole side to it and you know, you learn and you realize perceptions and all those things. But for me, y'all just had a situation where she wilded out. You're going to your grandmother's birthday. 
why does she need to come? Like, she don't, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I got it, though. I got it. But I was yeah. like, go off, sis. Ask for what yeah, you I'm want. Like, like, <laughs> no sense to me. Like, why would you allow her into your family space when one, y'all mm-hmm. not really, two, she just wilded out on you. And so, and her thought was, I'm going to go see family down there. And I was like, she ain't going to go see no family. She going to be in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all know what happened if you listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was well, just got like, dragged in that house. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I just, I just, I don't, I just, I, I love you very much. I need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I don't need, like, I can't manage all of this right now. Like, I don't have the capacity to figure out how I'm going to wrap up my marriage because mm-hmm. that's some serious shit. And make sure that the most important things are taken care of, which are my, my, my children Mm -hmm. and also have a whole relation. And you were right in, you know, you had points, some things I didn't agree with you on some things I did, but overall I was like, I get it, but I I can't right now. Like I gotta, I have to, and you, we had these conversations and I know I was a bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for. I wasn't dismissive. But I also wasn't. I wasn't in a situation. I wasn't engaging yeah. either because I'm like, I get it. What do you want me to do? I mean, you know, I was. Like, we were I, all, I was also delusional. We both were. We're like, you know, we were completely delusional. Like, I'm going, going and she's in the back seat. Like, you know, like I'm not gonna lie to you about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what do you want me to do? I think for me, it was just like acknowledge what you're doing is stupid, and then we're good. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, No, I don't think that she's going for this. I think she's really talking to her. Family. Oh no! At first, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did, And he was I did, like, I did. So for me, I was like. Just tell me that you know you're being stupid. Right, and then she punched, me in, right, and then she punched me in your face, yeah. and here we are. But <laughs> for me, it was like if you acknowledge that you're being stupid, I will be less mad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't happen that way. And then the condom thing was more about, well, we're not using them. And I forgot about that actually. Thanks, she's T. clearly. I totally, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that happened. And she's stepping out. So if you want to keep not using condoms with me. You yeah, but was she still seeing that other gentleman during this Atlanta trip? Johnny Johnson. Uh, yeah, Johnny Johnson. I was seeing that brother. I would. Oh no, was she seeing him during the Atlanta trip? Oh, was she? Uh, we only know if it was the know. same dude. I don't. The, the truth is, I don't. I don't. The truth is, you I'm trying know. to be fair. Yeah. I determined back to the uh, to an earlier question. I determined that. I think the question was about whether was I relieved to find out, were we relieved to find out the other yeah. person was cheating? Yeah. There was a point where I would have been. At the point when I found out, I had determined that, yo, you're never going to be honest. And I know it sounds funny because I'm talking about being an honest cheater, but the truth is, <laughs> like, there's honest, a difference. But it an is. person is going to even own their bullshit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Right. And I had determined that, yo, you're never going to be, you're never going to be honest with me. You, Your agenda is a self preserving one and Mm -hmm. i understand that as an idea but we are not you are not in your own life you are sharing a life with yourself and three other humans and so you don't get to in my in the way that i model family you don't get to put your needs first necessarily and primarily all the time especially put them before mine i'm good with that you can't put them before before the family and the Mm -hmm. family being the babies as the foundation of that right and so once I determined, and that was really the, that was the thing. I could have gotten past many things that happened, including being cheated on. I could not reconcile. I 
don't know that I will ever be able to believe what you say anymore. And mm-hmm. then coming back from that. Yeah. And so when I found out she was cheating, was she seeing the guy? I don't know. I could, <laughs> real rap, I can ask her that today and I'd be like this. <laughs> I wouldn't believe you what you know. I wouldn't believe, believe it. it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would believe, you know. So I, I don't know. Probably. Wow. Yeah. It was like I said. It it was, it was so triggering for me. Um, and not not even as somebody that was cheated on. That was the gag. Um, just like all the other flip sides of stories, and and just like the complexities of of kids and a relationship. And I, like, I would literally be sitting here some days like, oh my God, Lord have mercy. <laughs> but it also like, like how you guys said that your story is commonplace and yeah, that, you know, there's yeah. so many other people that can identify with and are going through it. So I would be like, okay, well it ain't really that. So maybe it ain't that bad, but like it did, it showed me all of like the layers yeah. of a relationship. And I think the other thing, and I think you, you just touched on it, Andrew, that you said that, I think you had, you guys had also, it was very grown that y'all had spoken to, you know, your partner's like partner or, you know, y'all sat down and like, I mean, you wore your like finest cloths as you should have um, <laughs> to like- To tell to her she can't leave her shoes at the man's house. Right. <laughs> yeah, to say, yeah, I was like, hair salon. Hair do- the, the glam father was on deck. Um, <laughs> But I was even like, oh, that that's still super mature of y'all. Like I, now that I haven't really heard of, like of two of, you know, people saying like, hey, this is you are the person in my partner's life and we have children together. Like and we all got to still at least try to live harmoniously together. Like, let's have this conversation. I was shocked. I was like, oh, I've never heard of that. Like, Because yeah, Jason yeah. even said that. I think it was like episode two where when Andrea's ex-husband found out about it, Jason was like I'll meet with him like I'll talk to the guy like you know I owe him that if he wanted some type of explanation I was like whoa (laughs) you want to talk to him if he actually wants to talk to you like that was just so mature and in you know owning exactly like what was happening where I was like y'all two were supposed to be together and do this podcast because you're both honest people in that it was no hiding it was like you found out so let's talk about it and you can meet the guy and y'all can talk if you want if you want to do that um i don't think people normally hear that part and that honesty of like actually wanting to talk to the person's partner at that time yeah i didn't want to talk to him i was saying (laughs) if he wanted to talk but to your your point is like it would it there's a there's an there's a code there's an etiquette to it you know and you know as uh, as 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 yeah. men it, it you know there's a there's a there's a there's a code to it and so i wasn't going to and i think it's a it's, it's I, just humans really yeah. I, I think if yeah. if i paid for the shit i bought the shit do you know what i mean so it's like i lay down with someone else's husband if she wants to talk to me i've got to talk and mm. this particular woman that i had to talk to it was like this is not even about you. It's not about him. This is about my kid. And so I can't trust him to convey my thoughts about what could affect my child because clearly had you thought about that, we wouldn't have to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. So I need to tell you. And it was something mm-hmm. that I had, you know, I had known through time, right. you know, or like she wasn't a friend or anything, but I knew her. So I was like, we're going to have this conversation because to me, you need to look in my face and hear me. If some shit affects my kid, I like to fight. 
So I'm gonna need you <laughs> to, I'm, I'm trying to be mature so we don't get to an edge snatching situation here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, because that is the only thing at my age that I will fight about is my child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so let's, let's have this conversation so that we don't have any misunderstandings and I'm not going to trust him to be able to convey the depth of my feelings around she's not ready to meet anybody. So we're not doing this. Right. And mm-hmm. I think all in furtherance of that thing, yeah. like it's all in furtherance of, so for, for Andrea and I's perspective, we knew that we were going to be together. So we're going to have continuing relationships with these people. You yeah. know what I mean? So that, you know, that idea is like, listen. Well, that chick is gone, but yes, but, with people. No, yes. but <laughs> to your ex and your yes. to my ex, mm-hmm. you to my ex, it's like, yo, brother, I don't plan on going anywhere. So, you know, I would, you know, from a, out of respect. We have to have this conversation. Weirdest if, thing, if, if you, weirdest thing ever bro is, is to cool. see them talking. No, he's like cool. off no. to the side. Yo, me and Just gonna ask y'all, cool. what does your new blended family look like? <laughs> How is that? Right. <laughs> like we are, nah, we are, um, we are good. So we don't spend, like, we're not Bruce and Demi. We're not going on vacation together. Okay. We're not doing that. Um, Who else does that? I don't know. We know other people no, that do that. No, it was on Black oh. Love. It was on Black Love. They were talking about it. No, dude, you know who I'm talking about. I will th- we'll, we'll, catch. well Swiss, Swiss and Alicia Michael be taking. Michael, um, yeah, and Michael Beach's ex lives with them. Lives with them. I, I didn't even understand this. Yeah. I, what? Could okay. not understand it. Uh, no. Wow. Um, <laughs> we could, we, cordial is enough. You ain't living up in my house. So, so Diddy said it. He asked about the blended families. And we, so I think the scariest prospect was what our kids were going to be like mm. meeting each other's kids and then having the kids meet each other. Mm. Um, and it actually has been really good. The kids, they are sisters. My daughter also now has two sisters from my ex. And so my thing, I wanted her not to be an only child and now she's not. Mm-hmm. Voila. That's good. <laughs> not for me, but she right. is. She gets even along. better. Yeah, even better. He gets along really well with Jason. Um, I love his daughters. They are hysterical. Um, they are my kids. Like, you know, I, and one thing I hope that both of our exes know is that the other person is good to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my daughter's stepmother, they have a good relationship. And mm-hmm. that's literally, for me, all I require. And mm-hmm. his daughter's stepfather i think i'm i'm maybe racing down yeah his boyfriend his ex is in a serious relationship yeah and they love him and it's and it's fantastic and it's i i love that i don't have to beef with nobody (laughs) i love i don't have to be like why are you talking to my daughter like like it's it's literally ideal ideal. and the way our arrangements are is that we get time they get time we go on family trips they go on family trips our kids are making out like bandits they get so, so much vacation. They get mad shit. They get Christmas. mad shit. I bet. Oh yeah, all those parties. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't like it was guilt for me. It for was. It was bit. guilt for yeah, me. Yeah. I, I was compensating in the, in the beginning. And I will say that it was hard when he first moved out, and I would be here, and his ex would come over. It was hard. Like it felt weird. Like she's coming in. Do I say, "Hey, girl, hey," or do I stay my ass in the room? Mm-hmm. Like, I have I have feelings around not greeting this woman, so I'm gonna at least come out and say hi, and then go back to where I need to be. I'm not a parent to your children in that way, so mm-hmm. y'all have conversations. I don't need to put my mouth on that. I got my own things to do. 
so figuring that stuff out and boundaries, especially with little black girls, like boundaries around doing hair, boundaries around oh, yeah. that kind of, like, you know, just that stuff, we have definitely hit some minefields, but come out on the other side. But it's it's been, it's been, it's been fairly, fairly good. It's, it's, or, it's been organic though. It's been natural. Yeah. You know, we, I, I made sure of certain things, or at least I tried to, it was like, this is not, you know, new mommy, you know, none of that stuff you have. This is that's mother, your mother, your mother, your mother. And I'm Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. My partner. Right. You know, she is to be respected as an adult and as my partner, but she's not your mom. And, and it's not something I said, but it's no. a, that's how we create. That's how we, we, we cultivate the environment. And the way I try to be with Andrea's daughter is the same way. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm Jason. And we found that common space and it's natural. Um, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. And some things have, you know, there's things that are hard. There are things like, you know, if we're going away and his kids are like, you know, I miss mommy. Okay, you got to call them. You got to call her. Like, it's it's things that you figure out as yeah. you go along. Like, this this shouldn't well, hurt I mommy. Her, but you could call You could call, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call her. You got a phone. Call her. Listen, you had a cell phone. Yeah, they got cell phones. Call and her. Got a yeah, and then there's petty shit like this mad petty, petty shit like oh oh and my daughter hates this but we'll be like oh you going to the a house because we the b house because you know they got lots of money over there like what y'all doing like <laughs> oh my god she but she's like she's almost 17 she hates it but it is also working on your that's hilarious own shit like oh you know i do i have the ability to do these things for you like are you having more fun there? Are you okay there? So there's lots of... Yeah. Am I self-conscious about this? Am I insecure about this? Yeah. Am I laying something on my kids that's my own shit that I need to address? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I projecting the way I feel about their mother right now? Yeah. In a way that's unfair either to them or their mother, you know, because at this point, the only thing that, you know, my ex and I need to ever talk about are the girls. And so, you know, if there's a disagreement about, you know, co-parenting then that's a conversation we should should have every day other than that there's nothing to talk about mm-hmm. to talk about. and you know it's that kind of um it's, it serves as a check and balance at least for me like yeah. I can you know the the kids are a clear like demarcation they're a bright line of um what side I need to be on from a from a communication standpoint and from a a relationship standpoint yeah. and it makes well, it easier there was to not, not there was nothing to talk about till we did this podcast and we had to tell them yeah <laughs> did that, no. like so do they so they obviously now because i think at, at the end they had not heard it like had they heard it now and just I, what was that feedback like i don't know that he's listened but he definitely knows i've done it and mm. um i had a conversation like i said i did the coward's way out and i had it a week before it was coming out. Oh yeah, you just say that. <laughs> that by the way, smart way. <laughs> yeah, by the way, already recorded. It's in the can. Like yeah. I'm gonna tell you, but this is what. And you know, his point. He's like, for like all of it, and I was like, like all of it. And so he was like, "You all right?" I was like, "Bro, you all right with that?" Because mm-hmm. like you're in a whole situation now, and I don't know what you said to her. Um, and he seemed okay with that. And then our question, of course, was our daughter. And I was like, I've already talked to her. So she already knows this thing is happening. Um, and I've, I was very honest with her about how we came together. 
um, because she's at an age and I know my kid, if I had a different kid, we might not have had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm going to be posting about it and I'm not going to lie to you about it. So if she was younger, I probably just would not have had the conversation mm-hmm. later about it. And we're not ashamed. Yeah. It's it. 10 you know, years ago at this we point. Stand by we stand it. it. You know, we stand by the mistakes, you know, yeah. and, and, and all of that. For me, she, um, I know through people that we still have in common that she was aware of it, but I don't know for fact that uh, she's listened to it because we've never had that conversation. But I do know as a petty person that I would listen to it if I was her, you know, so I would have to, like, I would listen to all of it, you know, twice. Every last one. You know, it's every. And, you know, the, the, the truth is, I know that everything, we can disagree on, on many things in a podcast, she and I, but we can't disagree on the facts. And I know that if yeah, there was anything that was said, any, every single word that I said that y'all heard was as I saw it as truth. Yes. No bullshit. No script. I did not no embellish. Lie. Nope. So if she heard and she had an issue with anything from a factual standpoint, I imagine knowing who the person that she is, that she would have brought it to me. So mm-hmm. I believe she probably heard it and I'm sure she didn't love some of it. Mm-hmm. Well, she can never say you bullshitted or you lied. Nope. No, no. And, and he would have absolutely bought it to me. If, if there was something in it that he thought was absolutely oh, yeah, for sure. He would have completely called me that day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, but um, I think, and it all, and we also reveal things they didn't know that we were doing. Oh, that mm-hmm. was, yeah. Well, so, but yeah, the other thing was she, that we were still taking care of them because when uh, it's a different point, but I told her in the beginning, I said, listen, I don't know. I know you would do, he may not know all of this stuff. So yeah. you might want to get out in front of this. If, you know, I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking, I know you lie a lot. So if you lie to him about <laughs> this, you might want to like, you know, because this is- Wait, Clean up clean up your lies now, girl. <laughs> look out at this point. <laughs> later, yeah. I'm trying to hold you down. And the, the woman that, that my, my ex's wife, we had, there was no overlap. So this okay. is why I was like, for me, it was just like, I don't know what you told her. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but it's not like it has anything to do with she and I. So- if this is a problem, this is a problem she's gonna have with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's no overlap. So there's no, nothing affecting her and your relationship or anything like that. Um, so, I mean, we find out. So I'm assuming that if he's he he good, <laughs> we good. good. We yeah, good. Like, we good. Um, I mean, is there anything that you guys would have done differently? You know, hindsight is obviously always 2020, especially as you guys can rehash it over 10 episodes. Yeah. Shit, I'd have stayed off of Facebook. We once we met, we'd have just started talking via something else because that. I will say I was dying when when thing. everybody was like marking their territory when you was just like saying like small thing, <laughs> just updating like, your status <laughs> or no under his post, right. and she was like, "Yes, well, the wife, whatever." And I was like, "Ooh, my type of petty." I love. But you know, like, know what happens years and years later? All of those memories pop up. Your, your memories you know what I mean? on yeah. the stand. Oh yeah, yeah. This stuff still comes up, and I'm yes. like, "Oh shit!" Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we Posted this thing about my furnace in my old house not working, and you I want, said, you want to tell that story? "I'm gonna tell a story because it's embarrassing." <laughs> he is all good. 
this I need some, something something I need to I need to find a furnace that puts out because apparently this furnace doesn't put out or saving it for marriage. My ex wrote on that post, maybe the furnace is married. Referring <sighs> to our Ouch. lack of what was and I was like, "Oh shit, he really wrote that petty shit on my phone?" <laughs> and oh, we was still married. Yikes. And I look at his level of petty in his post. I be wanting to call him like Negro, you know you was mad petty, and I could. That's probably, actually mad. That's I hilarious. could call. I, the funny thing is, I could call. I could send him that post now and be like, "You know you was mad petty." He was like, right. he, he'd have been like, "Yeah, I was being mad petty." That's just funny. <laughs> wow. But it was that like hilarious. that stuff comes up, and it's it's like it is because yeah, even back then, back then, but like you know, Facebook at that time, even Twitter was like the Wild Wild West. You could say whatever, like it yeah. wasn't yeah. as curated as it is now. When like you know. <laughs> It's, yeah. It was a different time and a different place where you could literally just say any and everything. Like, I, mm-hmm. even now we even talk about, like, Andrea's status is about, like, music. And, like, that was a way that it connected, too, because of, you know, soundtracks and things like that. But, like, today, that it wouldn't happen that way. No, people are savvy now. No one was savvy. No one was... Yeah. People just migrated from MySpace over to mm-hmm. Facebook. And poor, poor MySpace. They didn't do anything wrong. And they really didn't. They, they just did. just new, new shit. Just new, new shit. New shit. Yeah. They were just 80s rap until you know and until then, 90s until songs. 90s rap started making. Yeah, yeah. it's always gonna be 80s rap. It's it was like it was Facebook was puffy and before that was just MySpace and so yeah. we um we just weren't savvy enough to realize we could be seen easily. Like it was mm-hmm. so easy to see what we were doing. Hiding in but, plain sight. Mm-hmm. It was so new though. Like now, and I mean, Jason and I went through this. Now, if I see, you know, and we're not, the funny thing is we're not jealous people with each other. But as we were going through this. The I was P- in the beginning. The P- yeah, the PTSD yeah. of our past relationships yeah. and the, the work and healing we've had to do. Don't let some some woman from Hampton post on his that he ain't spoken about but like hold on you talking about so 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 and she was your friend who's this broad oh you mean ate you you talking about H-U? whatever talking about and then i done i done went and uh, stalked her i'm like not the real say that for like 15 minutes and i'm right like we were touching on the inauguration and i was like i sat in my pearls with my pinky up for the whole thing the entire thing i was i was like <laughs> um, yes. But wait, I was gonna also <laughs> ask that. How do you guys, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, they, they, like what older people say, like how you get them is how you lose them. Like, how do you guys maintain that trust within your relationship to be able to trust one another? I do believe how you get them is how you lose them. Um, and so if you get yeah. him, I, I do wow. it, I do, but not in the way that people think. Um, right. When you get someone not being your authentic self, not being mm. clear, not being honest, you will absolutely lose him that same way. Has nothing to do with cheating. Um, I didn't lose my ex-husband because he cheated and I cheated. I lost him before we cheated. Mm. He cheated He's because of the symptoms of the reason that led us to cheat, to, to cheat. And we were that way when we got together because he was with a young woman who was going to Stony Brook and I was getting out of a relationship. We did the same exact thing but it has nothing to do with the actual act of cheating. It is absolutely, I am not in the same relationship with Jason that I was in with him. 
I'm not even in the same relationship with Jason that I was with Jason in the beginning of this mm. that we were four years ago. We have been through seven different iterations of our relationship mm-hmm. because of this willingness to be like, okay, this part is toxic. This part is PTSD. This part is good. Let's keep the good. Let's figure this, the rest of this shit out. Um, and we've had to, we've had to come, we've had to kind of find that on the way. We're, we're so not even I the look same at, people. No. And I, I look at, uh, I look at, I think um, cheating, t- like the, the, the connotation of it is like, it is the, the, lone unilateral destructive force like it's the tidal wave and it does it's 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 a usually a symptom of your infrastructure and you have failed oftentimes in my experience way before you get to the to the cheating part Uh so like cheating is i don't i'm not a clown in the sense that I don't believe that Andrew can cheat on me. That that's that's yeah, I, I, that's, that, that's possible that's, entirely. That's that we life. Can cheat on each other. But that is one thing. There are mm-hmm. many, many, many ways that Andrew and I, Andrew can fail on me, and I can fail on her. Mm-hmm. I know this thing that my ex and I met on a blind date. Okay, I was with her exclusively for the first seven years we were together mm-hmm. until Andrew and I got together. So, and we failed, not because of cheating. We failed because we failed for all the other reasons that we outlined in the podcast. And so do I worry about Andrea cheating on me? I don't worry about it any more than I worry about Andrea stealing money out of my account or Andrea, you know, knocking one of the girls upside the head. You know, Mm. I don't worry about any of those things because I know that I know who Andrea is and And, I, and and we work on not failing. I trust who we are to each other. So again, it's not that it can't happen. Anything can happen, but the fact that we met this way doesn't mean that I don't still believe in who we are today. It doesn't even, you know, it it doesn't even factor for me. Funny thing is my ex-husband said to me, I knew you were going to cheat. Really? Really? um, and it, that really just occurred to me in the same conversation, that same first con- after he turned the computer around, um, he said it, he said, I, I knew you weren't happy. And so that speaks to Jason, po- Jason's point that we, f- we had already failed and bless you. And we had already, <laughs> and we did not know how to recover from that. Mm-hmm. And because we weren't modeled how to really get through. And we went to marriage counseling. We sat up in the counselor's office and lied. You know what I mean? Like mm. we're still not showing our true selves to each other. And we don't want to offend each other. And worrying about offending the other person is the road to failure mm-hmm. because you are not going to say the things you need to say that are hard and difficult. And that doesn't mean you need to be a heinous bitch about how you say it. But if you are not satisfied with some with yourself, or some part of your marriage, and you can't say it for fear of hurting the other person's feelings. That's a wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a that's an absolute wrap. And so we went to marriage counseling, and the shit didn't work <laughs> because we were not. I, I imagine he wasn't being honest. I know I wasn't being honest because I was still in the mode of protecting him versus protecting us. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely believe how you get him is how you lose him because usually how you get him was faulty in the first fucking place mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how you lose him 
I love that. Such a I good answer. Too. Yeah, I was about to get my the notebook. Be like, <laughs> damn, real quick. Because again, that that's I've never thought about it from that perspective. Yeah. Um, I think we took it more literal than yeah. Yes, which yeah. is how everyone takes it. Yeah, but but it, and it literally goes back to when we first started and we were talking about like marrying and like it doesn't really have to do with the age, but if you don't like you said know yourself and like know what it is that what your relationship looks like cuz like I have to constantly have that conversation that how, whatever you did with anybody else, like I'm me. Like I am Tierra Jasmine H. So like mm-hmm. you and I are two different people. Like don't ever compare like compare or, or whatever it is or base anything that you've done like that's just not I mean, and when I say fair you know I ain't shit fair but like it's not it, it's not fair to me right. like you, we are we are I, I'm completely different and I think I just got to that point at the end of 2020 like I, I was not saying that in 2019 so, and, and that's what I think I love about like every time I would listen to an episode or even just what you said in this hour like I'm like oh shit okay let me yeah. I really was about to take notes <laughs> like and I'm like okay I gotta remember I'm gonna say this as soon as this is over like I got to get this out <laughs> so I do I just I appreciate the like yeah. the transparency and For sure. that y'all know each other I think you can yes. you can hear that in the in the podcast very easily I think you can see things or know things you gotta obviously be in tune with yourself but I can see things very quickly and I'm like they don't even that's that's cat like they don't even yeah. know what they're about. like how i'm gonna listen to you no because you don't even know your damn self and you don't and the funny thing is as i'm getting to know myself jason holding space for that is what works Same mm-hmm. because that jason whole, holding space for that mm-hmm. oh i love it because the reality is i am not even the woman i'm about to be be mm-hmm. and yes. he's not the man he's about to be and as we are changing like i mean i have friends who were in these situations married in these heterosexual relationships that discovered or always knew they were queer mm-hmm. and then decided to and like have stayed with spouses or have left spouses because some spouses can hold that space some can't and it is so um, like everyone as we shed societal crap and shed black stuff and you know all the ways in which we judge ourselves and judge each other and all that stuff you become this other person and the thing that jason always does is like go like i'm just happy i'm here to watch Mm -hmm. and it's the same with him like the, the the person i speak to today and the person that i met still at the core this good great guy but i'm like man i don't even like wow and different dude it's a different Mm -hmm. and i just i don't want to hold you back from that because of my shit so if you need to go do your things but what we also know i think is with each other is that we know that there is i know that there's a space for me there's a place for me what, wherever Andrea is going, I know that there's a- there's, When you don't have to worry about somebody going. So I don't worry about what it looks like. Yeah. I don't worry about what it, I don't worry about whether it's uncomfortable or not. I don't worry about whether I don't understand it. It doesn't like, have to be Because I believe thing. in this, this us. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, and that's the thing, the versioning of ourselves that if you are working on yourself the way I think you, that we should as people, if you're, if you're trying to improve every day, you should be different 
Like you should be different tomorrow. You should be different in 10 weeks. You should be different in 10 years. I, Andrea should expect me to be a different version of myself, but not a different person, just a different version of of, evolution. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's all, and if, if Andrea believes that we are the people for each other, then she will know that no matter what iteration, yeah, iPhone 55, then there's a But seriously, it's like when you met me, I was just praying. Now I'm praying to cast the spells. I hope you good. (laughs) Ah! It's an adjustment. I'm not gonna. It's an adjustment. Jason be walking in like, what are you doing? You flipping the mattress now? Like, okay, all right. (laughs) Tarot card. What? What is happening? I'm like, son, it's 5:45 a.m. Why are you up with this? What are we doing? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, my crystals was gone from the windowsill one day. And I was like, well, wait, wait, wait now. I was like, this ain't no devil worship, but I'm I'm cleaning my crystals in the moon. Yeah. In the, moon. Yeah. the whole podcast, every episode, we came in, we poured wine. I sage sprayed because I couldn't light it. I sprayed sage spray. I put out my crystals. We said there's spray? Sage spray? I mean, I can't even get it out. Yes, there's all sorts of, yeah, yeah. Amazon wow. has that. I hate doing wow. but it has sage, Palo Santo, like all this stuff in it. And literally, that's how we started every podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, love. Mm-hmm. Then our prayer, we poured our wine, we I saged the room, down too. Got my crystals, and we had this conversation. And it's, you know, <laughs> I thank you for adjusting with me because I know it's a lot. It's <laughs> safe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, hold it. No, I and I was really writing notes. I was like, I got, I am gonna write the look. I don't wrote down sage spray even. Like, <laughs> I told you, just learned so much. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um. So our um, we ask each of our guests the same questions to end the show. Um. And so we'll just ask you one of each because there's two different questions. Um. So I guess um, Jason, what would you tell your younger self? It can be any age. Um, I a uh, couple things. I would tell that young man to trust what your gut is telling you, um, because I think I spent a lot of time overthinking and thinking myself out of what I felt in my gut to be true because of uh, other standards of. Of what's supposed to be that I that I subscribe to that weren't my own um, and I would tell myself to be patient um, and because I rushed like I, I made a lot of things in, in, in the context of this I made my marriage and my relationship something that it wasn't I had this idea um and this again talk about whole other podcasts there's a there's a whole other episode about trying to be what you think people want you to be you know and so that is a, a problem that I had um and my marriage was a uh, um was a was a factor of that it was I was thinking that I was creating this life and this this I wouldn't say image because I'm not an image person, but you know, you had duties and obligations. And you it was what I thought mm-hmm. I was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and I and I and I just I just put to the side so many more important things for for the sake of that, and I was wrong. 
Okay. Um, and Andrea, what do you know for sure? What do I know for sure? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, that's a really good question. What do I know for sure? Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was Amber Rose. That was Amber Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're both Oprah. No, both of them are Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> um, I'm good with that. Though. This was not an Amber. Well, it was given a little Amber Rose spice. But <laughs> right. We, we've gotten a, a bunch of different responses. So it, yeah. it could be whatever. It's whatever you make it. <laughs> What do I know for sure? I know um, for sure that love is real. I know for sure that I was born with everything I needed. And I somehow lost that on the way. And so mm. I know for sure that I want to make sure our kids know that, like, I'm just guiding you. Like, you have it. Like, like everything you need is inside. Um, I know for sure that everything you walk through is meant, um, and it's meant to enhance your gifts, and it's meant to, often it is meant to share with other people so that people know they're not alone in something. Um, I know for sure that God, this is so hard to say. I know for sure that little Andrea, if she was allowed to be her, would have still done the exact same thing and been in this place. Because Mm. I needed to understand, I, I needed for who I am and for what I need to share with the world, I needed to go through some things Mm. to be able to speak from a place of understanding and a place of empathy and not judgment. Um, And so I know for sure that the reason, one of the reasons that Jason and I met and went through this thing is because this conversation needs to be had and we wouldn't have been able to have it any other way. Mm-hmm. And so for all of the dragging and all that stuff that we have gotten and will get, um, I'm just really happy to know for sure that as much as we revealed, we did the right thing because this shit is hard and people, yeah. people need to be able to talk about it in a safe way and feel like they're not doing it. This is not just them. Like, Black people, especially, we spend so much time thinking that this shit is just us. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure it's not. Mm-hmm. And so, man, sharing our stories, like any kind of Black stories and all kinds of Black stories, mm-hmm. because Black people are a million different things, mm-hmm. I know for sure that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I love so it. Good. So good. So good. Uh, so good. Um, where can people find you guys? So, uh, the Cheat Code Pod on Instagram. Yeah, at the Cheat Code Pod. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a Facebook page. There's a YouTube channel. Same um, handle. Same handle, all the Cheat Code Pod. Um, and Jason.Vivas, you know, on on Instagram. Like, yeah. I, I've taken... So, it was interesting. 
that you know we are moving as we move into the next phase of the Chico. Like we really only have like this salacious story. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we're we gonna move. You know, like yeah, we, we love the we love the art. You know, podcasting is 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 brilliant. What y'all do? What we do, y'all? This is dope. Like this is yeah. real sharing black stories. Mm-hmm. Like this is yeah. and, and controlling that narrative. Like mm-hmm. I, I love that. And so. As we move on, you know, uh, we gotta figure out. Yeah, I don't know if we out. Chico. Are we still Chico? We, I mean, sorta. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, okay. Look, look, and I said, now I got one more question. So, yeah, what is next? Is is there like a part two? Like, what what's next so for there the will Chico? Be season, but it will not look exactly like the season before it because there's there was that story arc, and then we, obviously we have lots of things we can tell and share, but it's not going to be like this linear. Yeah, so like just it. because okay. we got a more like we cheat do code have episodes. we have some cheat code episodes, and then trust. we got some Jason and Andrews, right? And then um, I think, as you said, we would love to and are hoping to bring the cheat code to a different medium, um, <laughs> on a screen, on a screen. But it would definitely not be the exact story because we 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 gotta we gotta not get sued. Yeah, right, right. Um, Right. um, And then Jason has an individual project he's working on, and I have an individual project I'm working on that I can't really name just yet, but we are working on individual projects because we just like talking and saying shit. We're not experts in that, but we like it. We like to say shit. Well, (laughs) listen, what you selling, I'm picking up and buying. So, Uh like stat so yeah thank you you for reaching out like this was great and i was so comfortable and like it's so easy to talk to y'all like y'all have such a great balance and chemistry like this was real cool i didn't know what to expect you You know we you know we we listened to y'all and everything and i was like hold on y'all episode with diamond that episode was i cannot i have so much i was I had secondhand embarrassment. I was like, yes. I had all sorts of things that were happening. I was like, we were like going back and forth about having your real teeth. Like, oh yeah. And she went and got she her, got teeth, her teeth. Yeah, that's oh, so no. today. No, no. I just started researching all of that shit too. Like, damn. I, yeah. I was like, yes, because you yes. have to ask people this. And then when she said she thought Didi was a heavy set black, and I was like, I am I'm out right now. I'm falling out. <laughs> oh my god i forgot all about that episode yeah. and that's what oh, they are they're detail. like markers of time the howling yeah. and calculation that happened in the car when i listened to that episode I'm like, oh my god i don't know about her i need to find her today if no, um, it was please every day is she's insane oh yeah girl f you is insane like the podcast is called girl fuck you and i don't know this is the episode you need to listen to because you will it is. It's a mess. So no, we. I, I am. I'm. I have learned so much. So yes. I can, that's why G said whatever. Whatever you pick putting down, I'm picking up. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I literally. I'm. I really have notes. Um. So it was. It was. Andrew's the, Andrew's the witch lead in this. This. This time. I'm just. I told you. I love black witches. This it. is why this works. Find us up. Just the it works. You are just the I love it. I love it. Um, so and we we end each show with, show with a quote, and it's super simple today, and it's just prioritize your peace. So whatever that looks yes. like mm-hmm. for you specifically, I feel like in these crazy ass times now, um, however that looks like looks like it looks different for each person, but you gotta 
you have to control that and, and prioritize your peace and put it above all else. So. Yes. Love thank it. you all so thank much. Thank you guys so much. For having us, really. Thank y'all for, for, yeah, <laughs> y'all for giving us this time. Really, it's a blessing. Thank y'all. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, guys.